How did I get here? It was the same question I asked myself 10 years earlier as I sat in a holding cell after getting arrested. As I sat in jail, I thought how a year earlier I had it all together. I had just graduated high school with a high GPA and a basketball scholarship to a junior college with the dreams of playing at the division one level. And now I was in jail, no basketball scholarship, no direction. It's early 2021. And how did I get here again? I was in outpatient rehab for an alcohol addiction. I had been lying and hiding this addiction from my wife for almost two years. I came clean about my drinking in April of 2020, only to start lying and drinking again after two months of sobriety. But this time around, the stakes were higher. From the outside looking in, I had it all together. I was married, had three kids, a promising career, and was in church every Sunday. I was known in the community as a family man who had turned his life around in 2012 after encountering a powerful experience with Christ and had worked in youth ministry, spoken at nonprofits, churches, and schools. But now I was at a crossroads on the verge of losing my marriage and my family. In the midst of struggles, it is amazing how numb you can become to who you are becoming. I've been sober for 18 months now. When I look back at it, it is disturbing to see how my life was transpiring. I was drinking heavy amounts and lying about it, going to vast extremes to sneak a drink. I was not the man my wife and kids needed me to be. I was not the man that I was known to be. I was hiding my hypocrisy. My faith, which was so strong and had formed me into a new man years prior, was now shaken. I had essentially turned my back on God and had run from all convictions. How did I get here? 2021 was a turning point year for me. I had to relearn myself. I had to regain the foundation of who I was. I had to rebuild my identity. My identity needed to be reaffirmed in who I was as a person, that I was made in the image of God and let everything else flow from that. If I wanted to get better, I had to start from the inside. I had to get honest. I had to get real, and I had to want it. I knew I'd have to put the work in one day at a time, and I didn't want alcohol to prevent me from living the best life that God had for me. As I transitioned, I began to make parallels in my journey to sports, specifically basketball. I believe sports can be the ultimate life teacher, and that is the reason why I wanted to start this podcast to show the parallels. As I think about my time as a basketball player, it was a day-to-day process to get better. I fell in love with basketball because my best friend loved it, and I wanted to be good like he was. But I hadn't played as much as kids my age as I mostly played baseball and football growing up. To get better, I had to be honest with myself. I knew my jump shot was ugly, couldn't dribble, I was not athletic, and I lacked confidence. Day by day, I had to work on the fundamentals. I had to get up early, I had to do drills by myself, I had to put the work in. In high school, I went from the last guy off the bench my sophomore year to the first guy off the bench the next year on a nationally ranked team because how hard I worked this summer leading into that year. Basketball was the area of my life that I tangibly saw how if you put the work in and stay consistent, the work would pay off. But it also showed me how if you didn't stay focused, you would lose what you worked for. As I said earlier, my goal was to play at the Division I level, and I worked to become a good player. I went the junior college route in hopes of bettering my offer to play Division I. After my freshman year of junior college, I lost focus. I'd gotten my scholarship pulled because I had gotten hurt. And once I came back to Kentucky, 
I began hanging with the wrong crowds, started partying, and first started to experiment with alcohol. The same crowds, the same parties that I, that I had distanced myself from as I was focused on my goals, I was now being put in that environment due to my choices. Because of that, my work ethic was suffering. I wasn't keeping myself in shape as I was presented with opportunities to transfer. And some of those opportunities were to Division One schools, my ultimate goal. The thing I had put so much focus and dedication, I let slip through my fingers. Fast forward to 2021, and I see those same parallels. I lost my focus and dedication to God and to my family. I let alcohol creep in and cloud my judgment and my life. I put my career and success above what was important. And to manage that stress, I drank more and more. My wife and kids were on the verge of leaving me, and I was on the verge of potentially losing my career. The things that I had been so joyous to receive, worked hard for, such as my marriage, kids, and career, I was about to lose. You know, I rebuilt my basketball career and reformed my version of success. After sitting in jail and promising to be better, I wanted to use basketball to advance my education in life. I humbled myself and attended a small Christian school in Kentucky called Asbury University, a, a uh, NAIA school. In high school, to go NAIA was a slap in the face to me. Now I was grateful for the opportunity. Through my three years there, I met some great teammates, great connections, learned about the high level of basketball this level afforded me. I met my wife and I met Christ. I learned about how the game wasn't all about me and my stats, the value of teamwork and the bigger picture of life within the game and the importance of continuing to improve outside of practice every day. I learned to find peace by focusing on the game, play by play. To battle alcohol was going to take the same mindset. I would need to be led by God. I would need connections. I would need a team around me. I would need to see the bigger picture of life and that what I had in life wasn't about me and to fight the addiction. It would require consistent daily practices one step at a time. That is the goal with this podcast is to show how the game and life overlap. And I hope you learn from not only me, but from the people I interview as they share their lessons on the game and life. Thank you for listening.